welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. It's time to go to school. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. We have a special guest teacher on today's podcast. The Ruach HaChodesh used him in a great way as we discuss the fall holy times. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in France and Florida. We join with believers around the world in praying for the people of Florida. Because at this time of the recording, a powerful hurricane is approaching them. We pray for the deliverance of our Elohim and safety for the people of Florida. Amen, Mama. I hope we hear great testimonies about the greatness and mercy of the Most High. Blessed be He. Mm -hmm. Now, today's podcast is special. One of the elders in the Messianic Jewish synagogue that we fellowship with hosted us in his home. Most everyone knows him as Rabbi Ted. He taught us about the fall holy times, and he gave us insight into what is instructed by Elohim in his word versus what is more traditional. The Jewish people have many beautiful traditions that are based on scripture. We take advantage of the blessings that we have, being able to commemorate the holy times with his holy people. This meeting was so wonderful. We didn't want to do any editing. Mm -hmm. You get to live this beautiful moment with us, just as we lived it. Rabbi Ted's awesome wife, Diane, was there, and we got to meet Rabbi Ted's wonderful mother. She's a beautiful lady. Mm -hmm. At the end, we even heard from our friends, Ora and Svetlana. This one will take a bit more than 15 minutes, so hang in there with us. You won't be sorry. Tim, roll that tape. So we're visiting with Rabbi Ted, his wonderful wife Diane, his mom is here, and uh, two of the good people at the Messianic Synagogue that we fellowship with. And uh, it's great to be here, and thank you so much for hosting us, Rabbi Ted. It's really our joy. Glad you're here, especially um, since today is the actual Feast of Trumpets Day. Wow. That's right. Yeah. That's a huge deal. So if we can jump right in, now, well, we're here because we did uh, something called Tashlik, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll bet our listeners don't know what that is. Rabbi, what is Tashlik? Well, Tashlik is a tradition, it's a custom, it's a ceremony, it's not biblical. Um, but it, it has some nice biblical underpinnings and um, it gathered us all together to hear the trumpets one more time today, so I thought that was a good reason. Mm -hmm. uh, what Tashlik is uh, traditionally is a time to gather, think about where you've missed the mark, um, where you've fallen short, because all of us sin and fall short of God's mm -hmm. glory. Amen. And um, in traditional Judaism, you actually take either bread, pieces, or rocks, or you empty your pockets into a stream of running water symbolically saying that my sins be carried off or let them fall into the depths of the ocean to be remembered no more. Mm. Um, and that's, it's kind of cool, it's fun to do, and it's a great um, uh, tradition. Um, it does miss the um, true point 
um, you know, all of us do sin and fall short of God's glory. That's mm -hmm. that we all do. And if we say we don't have sin, we're a liar. That's what the Bible says. And, that's, and it's very true. <laughs> very true. Mm -hmm. But we also know that as believers in Yeshua, Jesus our Messiah, if we confess our sins, then he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and then cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So throwing bread in the water doesn't make us any more clean and dropping rocks in the water doesn't make us any more pure, but it's a good reminder to us um, that our sins are forgiven. And um, when we do um, sin and we all continuously miss the mark um, and sin, when we do sin, we do have an advocate with the Father and um, our sins can be forgiven. And this is a good day to remember that and to think about it. And we have a ceremony called Tashlik and we all gathered um, from our congregation and um, some from other congregations, I believe. We had a nice crowd at our creek. We happen to have a creek that has fast running water. And um, it was just fun to be together. And like I said, to sound the shofar again, because this day is a day of blowing of the trumpets. Amen. And um, so we wanted to blow the trumpet as many times as we could um, to hear that sound, get our ears acclimated to that sound. Mm -hmm. um, and you did a very nice job blowing today. I was practicing a little, <laughs> but um, you know, um, yeah, there are some really wonderful trumpet plays. Maybe we'll get the trumpet later and sound it uh, okay. if you'd like. But um, you know, uh, something just occurred to me how interesting it is to be sitting here talking to a messianic rabbi who's telling us that works of the law aren't going to get us over. No, What's is, up with that? Yeah, <laughs> that is so true, Tim. Because we work really hard. I mean, we can all do lots of things. But the truth is, one of the prophets said, our works are like, you know, they're like rags. They're not what's going to get us clean. Uh, what's getting us clean is a pure heart. And um, the only thing, it says in Leviticus chapter um, seven verse 11 that it's the blood that makes atonement for the soul mm -hmm. and there's really no cleansing of our sins without blood and of course modern life we don't we don't sacrifice animals mm -hmm. our friends at peter are very glad for that there's no <laughs> sacrificial system at this point <laughs> um, uh, but there has been one sacrifice that has atoned for once and for us all Amen. 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 So why do you think the Father says that we should keep his commandments? Ah, well, blowing of the trumpets? That's a really good one, Leslie. And um, let me answer from the Bible itself um, why we should call this the Feast of Trumpets and not Rosh Hashanah or New Year's. Okay. Um, Jewish people call it Rosh Hashanah. And we heard down there, we had some smart people at our meeting. There are four Jewish New Year's, four of them. Mm. New Year's of the trees, Tu B'Shvat. There's a New Year for cattle. You can see on that side there we have three, three cattle. Mm -hmm. How old are they? They're all one year old on the day of the New Year of the cattle. Wow. wow. Okay. It's the same with planting of the trees. I've planted trees different times this year because um, I got you know, I can only dig so many holes at a time. So they were all planted at different times. But when's the new year for the tree? On Tu B'Shvat, next Tu B'Shvat, they'll all be one year old. Hmm. Why is that important? Because we're going to tithe off of the fruits of the trees for the first couple of years. 
and they go to the priests, and then after five years, then we're free to eat them. So you have to know what year you're in. Ah, makes sense. So those are two new years, mm -hmm. and agriculturally, the cows over there, the Tubishvat, the trees, then there's um, the Rosh Hashanah New Year, which some people say God created the earth on this day, mm. which is a great thought. Can't biblically um, really say it's true, but it's a great thought. And then there's the real New Year in the Bible, which is on um, in Nisan, mm -hmm. on, yeah, on Aviv in the spring, right before Passover. It's a new year. It's a new life getting out of slavery mm -hmm. and coming into freedom. Amen. So that's really, really important. So to answer your question, which was, why does the Father, why does Abba, our Father who loves us so much, want us to continue to follow these feasts, these festivals? And uh, like I said, Rosh Hashanah is a good one um, to follow uh, biblically because it says, speak to the children of Israel saying, in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath rest, a memorial of blowing the trumpets, a holy convocation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's a commandment mm -hmm. to the children of Israel here. Um, and just as an aside, in today's Parsha, this past Shabbat, um, God made a covenant with the children of Israel, with the blessings and mm -hmm. the cursing. And he said, this covenant is for you guys sitting here and for you guys sitting here who might not have been originally from the ten, from the twelve tribes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was kind of for everyone. To you who are here, um, Peter said in Acts, and to you who are far off, Paul picks that up. The apostle Paul, Rabbi Shaul, says, picks up the you who are far off, and he says, you used to be estranged from the Commonwealth of Israel. You used to be without hope. You used to be without any hope in this world. But by mm. the blood of Yeshua, you have brought, been brought near. Mm -hmm. That's just an aside. So um, we're talking about the Feast of Trumpets. And um, one of the reasons I think it's most important to sound the trumpet, to listen to that sound, and why we did it so many times today. Mm -hmm. We did it so many, it was fun. First of all, it's fun. Mm -hmm. We had a holy convocation. We had the dogs running around. We had yes. the kids splashing in the creek. Mm -hmm. It was uh, great. It was, it's great. I mean, it's not your traditional uh, <laughs> holy convocation, um, but it really seemed to me to be holy and to be mm -hmm. good fellowship. People brought food, and we, we talked to each other and got to be with each other. I thought that was really very, very part of the day, and we got to hear the sounding of the trumpet. Well, one of the reasons we sound the trumpet is to remind us what Yeshua said in Matthew 24. For God will send his angels with a great sound of the trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. But even before that, the prophet Zechariah, the prophet Zechariah in chapter 9, verse 14. So Zechariah said, Then the Lord will be seen over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning, and the Lord God will blow the trumpet and go with a whirlwind from the south. So there's a time coming when God himself is going to blow a trumpet. I want to hear that. Yeah, well, it's my thought. I just might be my theology. I don't know. We're going to hear it not with these ears. Mm -hmm. Yeshua said, those who have ears to hear, let him. He wasn't talking about people with these kind of ears. Mm -hmm. He's talking about hearing it in our spirit. And I think we're going to hear that great trumpet um, with our spirit. 
And as the Rabbi Shaul said, at the last trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. First Corinthians. And then in First Thessalonians, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel, with a trumpet of God, and the dead in Messiah will rise first. Mm-hmm. You know, Jewish people, well, you, you are familiar with our Amidah. Mm-hmm. We say every week, Mechaye Metim, God raises the dead. It was mm-hmm. one of the 13 attributes of faith by Maimonides, one of the sages of Jewish thought, that there, I believe with a perfect heart that there will be a resurrection. Wait a minute, so uh, the resurrection from the dead is not a Christian idea? No, I mean, you, uh, like the Amidah, we say it every week, three times, a couple of times a day on some days, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so Jewish people all over the world are saying, I believe in the resurrection from the dead. Wow. So it's kind of, interesting to me. But then the most important reason for sounding of the trumpet is in Revelation 11, 15, when the seventh trumpet sounded, the seventh shofar, not a Louis Armstrong kind of trumpet, but a ram's horn kind of trumpet, uh, there'll be loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of the Lord and his Messiah, Amen. and he shall reign forever and ever. That's a bold statement. That's a great statement. Mm. And so when we sound the trumpet year to year, when we go to Tashluk and we perform these ceremonies, it's with that getting accustomed to hearing that sound and anticipating, anticipating um, so that's what we're looking forward to. Wow. And I was glad today that we had um, people from many tribes and many nations coming together mm-hmm. to hear the sound of the trumpet. And we had beautiful weather as well. And, yes. Well, that's my wife. Um, it, it, was, I it, it was supposed to rain. I saw those clouds coming. And I had no faith. Yeah, but she prayed. I said, all right. Oh, and so, came oh, and they, went. they went. Yeah, it was very nice. I'm so glad she's a woman of faith Amen. and valor. Amen. Amen. So I have Amen. a question if I might. So now Yom Teruah is, is here and we're entering into these 10 days of, of awe heading up to Yom Kippur. What are the 10 days of awe all about? What, what should we know about them? So there are 10 days traditionally between the first day of the month and the 10th day of the month, right? Yep, yep. And so uh, the 10th day of the month is the day of um, atonement. So it's not biblical to call them the 10 days of awe, mm-hmm. but it's certainly a great time to picture, as you would, the book of life being opened. And will your name Here's be inscribed? Sorry, <laughs> a little technical difficulty there. That's okay. Now okay. please keep going, Rick. So, well, your, that your name would be not only inscribed, but sealed in the Book of Life. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we'd like to put our hope and our trust in our, that we would be inscribed and sealed in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen, um, amen. But it's a good time. Uh, why, what, what is wrong with taking 10 days, being very circumspect, thinking about where you've missed the mark, what you've done wrong, what you could have done better, mm-hmm. going to people, and just part, you know, not just with God, but with people, and saying, I'm sorry, I, I offended you in this way. I, I think I mentioned today, um, 
that we're taking before Tashli, before we symbolically cast our care, our sins into the water. Mm -hmm. That people, if they've offended somebody, they should go to them. Yes. You know, it's, as it says, leave your gift at the altar and go and make it right with your brother. So during these 10 days, it's a great time to do that. Oh. Um, but traditional Jewish thought is the books are open and um, you want to get your name written down in the good book for this year coming. Mm -hmm. uh, so 10 days to um, think about things. And you know, by the way, I don't know when this program is going to be um, put online, but this is a great time of year to talk with Jewish people about the need for salvation. Really? Yeah, I mean, you would think, oh, I don't want to um, get in somebody's face or somebody's way during this season. Mm -hmm. You know, um, would, it, would it be offensive? You know, but the truth is, this is a time of year where Jewish people are open to the concept of sin. Mm. I mean, right? This is a time of year that we we think about sin. So just as your listeners um, may have opportunity, um, this would be a great time to share. I hope they will and uh, share from the heart, and uh, certainly not in a judgmental way, but um, I hope that they will. Yeah, mm -hmm. with love. Share in love. Yeah. Definitely share in love, Absolutely. and um, you know, not to shy away. Mm -hmm. um, because we're not ashamed of the gospel. Okay. It is the power of God unto salvation to whoever believes, to Jewish people first, mm -hmm. and then to Gentiles. Mm -hmm. so, so, go ahead, Leslie. Oh, I was going to say, after the 10 days, on the 10th day, we have Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, the day of covering, the day of atonement. Okay, can you tell us a bit about that day? Well, traditionally it's the holiest day of the Jewish year. Um, it's not in the Bible as the holiest day, but it was a special day. It was the only day that Aaron would actually go into the Holy of Holies. Um, that would make it holy. That would make it pretty special, right? <laughs> um, but it's carried over that um, it's a traditional day, and it's a day of afflicting our souls, a day of fasting. We, we, translate afflicting our souls into being fasting. Mm -hmm. And um, we go hungry for about 26, 27 hours. Mm. Stretch the day hung, out a little Hungry bit and thirsty. Well, you, you know, you have to have your meal and then you go to synagogue that night for a special service called Kol Nidre and then the whole next day. And then just when you're ready to eat, you gotta wait for two stars to be seen. <laughs> and so... Um, Hope it's not cloudy. It's, it's, you know, so you're, yeah. you're and what is Kol Nidre? Kol Nidre means all vows. And it, it really comes out of the medieval time where Jewish people were forced uh, to make vows that they didn't really believe in. Um, they were um, put to the sword, and worse, if they um, didn't sometimes pretend uh, to be um, Christians. Mm -hmm. It really is a very dark um, period for uh, the church. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, it was a, a period of persecution for Jewish people, and that is carried over um, even to this day. That so, it's a very solemn song of breaking vows. It's actually sung three times in a row, and um, all vows that have been made are, are canceled. That doesn't mean you get out of contracts. It doesn't mean you can squirm out of you know say anything. It just means that um, if you are in error or you were coerced into doing something that your heart wasn't right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was a very dark period for the church um, where they really um, forced um, Jewish people to either convert outwardly 
or um, be expelled from the country or killed. I mean, that, that was the choice. And um, That was called pogroms? That was called Inquisition. Oh, Inquisition, okay. Inquisition, yeah. At the hands of the church. Mm -hmm. So you wonder why Jewish people are shy of the church because the church did some dastardly things mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So it, just nasty stuff. Um, yeah. Beyond nasty, you know, sure. yeah, horrible yeah. stuff. I'm sure most people going to church don't really know that part of the history. No. You know, it's not something that is discussed often. Yeah. And we so. have people from Ukraine here who are familiar with pogroms, mm -hmm. uh, where the church, again, the church led um, attacks on Jewish neighborhoods and people. Mm -hmm. so. Is that your phone? <laughs> <laughs> we are really um, informal here. Well, I'm going to take a break, get the show far, because I'll sound good. Okay. Yeah. Diane, these flowers are really beautiful. Wow, yeah, they're, they're it, gorgeous. Almost like a picture. Well, Svetlana, are you from Ukraine? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Yeah, the two ladies. I'm from Ukraine. Capital and Kiev. I'm from Kiev. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Small world. So I think we were uh, just getting to Yom Kippur then and um, talked a little bit about the, the church history, but let, let's go back to Yom Kippur then. So uh, that was the day you said when Aaron could go into the, the most holy place. He could. Um, first he had to make a sacrifice for himself mm -hmm. and his family. And then there's a little known um, ritual found in the Bible though, mm -hmm. where there were two goats and one goat was sacrificed uh, for holiness uh, and the other Aaron took the goat and put his hands on the goat literally put his hands on the goat looked the goat in the eye and laid on the goat all the sins all the trespasses all the iniquities of the entire Jewish people mm. and you know goat can't sin um, animals don't sin mm -hmm. so this sinless animal took all of our sins from the whole nation and he was led out into the wilderness, never to come back to the camp again. Mm -hmm. And what is that supposed to mean? Well, it was a time of rejoicing. All this, all your sins <laughs> are taken away, right? So that was a good time. I think it was a party afterwards. But um, for us, um, we don't do that goat thing anymore, do we? No, we don't. But we can think of our Messiah, um, who while he was suffering, uh, while he was um, being hung on a tree, he took upon himself, he was sinless. He was the only human being who was ever sinless. Mm -hmm. he, so the sinless Ben David, um, the son of David, the sinless son of God, takes all the iniquities, not just of the Jewish people, not the trespasses, iniquities, and sins of just the Jewish people, but of all people, mm. once and for all. And then he took him away out of the camp. And when he rose from the dead, he left the sins where they belonged and rose in glorious resurrection. You know, it seems like God does that a lot. He uses earthly things to kind of paint a picture of what he's doing. So the goat is a picture of what the Messiah did? Yes. Wow. Um, yeah. And I think, Tim, you asked the question, why do we do these rituals today? Mm -hmm. Because... When we can get God's perspective, we can see his fulfillment in the person of Yeshua, our Messiah. Mm. So some of these rituals are, are 
nice. Some of them are very biblical, like the um, two goats. Um, and they all help us to get a fuller appreciation of our salvation. Wow. Wow, that's heavy. That's heavy. It's hard to imagine that this uh, time comes around once a year and it has passed us by for so long. Well, glad that you were with us today. Amen. It was really Sometimes fun to have you and um, to celebrate with us. Yes, it's, a, it's definitely a, a pleasure. So we have Yom Kippur and uh, what's next? I think we've got one more down the road, right? <laughs> we got three fall feasts. The next one is Sukkot. Um, Feast of Tabernacles, one of my favorites ever, um, because it says, um, I think it's in Zechariah, I'm not studied up on Sukkot yet, because I'm still trying to get through Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, but I'm pretty sure it's in Zechariah, where it says the king will be in Jerusalem, mm -hmm. and all of the nations, all of the nations, think about it, nations from Africa, from Asia, from America, from the um, Indonesia, all the nations are going to send representatives to Jerusalem to worship the king. Mm. Amen. That's awesome. It is awesome. And if you don't do it, you're not going to have rain. So, <laughs> you really California knows what that's all about. California better send some representatives. That's a nation <laughs> unto itself, right? And you it should, need to send quite a few. Yeah, just have to send a representative. And we know who the king is. That's the important part. Amen. You know, um, in the end times, his name will be one, and we will be one worshiping him. Yeah. Amen. 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 That's uh, really good to know. Thank you for sharing that, and uh, thank you for opening up your home to us as well. My pleasure. Um, it's a it's a beautiful beautiful time, and um, today was a marvelous day, wasn't it, Miss? I agree totally. Good. Well, if you would like, I will sound the shofar one more time. It's not quite the end of the day of trumpets, so. Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Let's get some shofar in. I'm going to. It's all good. I'm going to get some shofar sound in here. See what the acoustics are like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, I have something to say. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> Long time ago, when I came in the uh, Yeshua, and it's in Rashpina, and it's one day I asked God, it's night time, it's night before go to, and ask, why it's happening? It's Jewish. Muslims uh, and, um, and other stuff. It's what is it? I misunderstand why it's everything. It's not like that. Mm -hmm. And he told, and it's it was in my dream. It was come, and he told one day everyone will believe in me. Jesus. All right. Ah. Yeah. It's what is this? What I had. <laughs> That's a wonderful vision and yes. very biblical. Yes, very nice. Amen. Thanks for sharing. And we, you know, and we we say that every week with the Alenu, Alenu l'shabeach l'adon hakol. In the end times, he will be one. 
you know, yes. and we will be one as we worship the King. Yes. Amen. I think we may, we may need to sing that one. Oh, I don't have my, do you have a Sedora? I have it. Good. before going back, I asked him, why is uh, Yeshua, uh, Jesus, something other, something other, but uh, why is different name? It's everything, it's, uh, but if we have name, we have one name. Why is this happening? And he talked, uh, one time, it's everyone, we will pray to Yeshua, mm. and it's a, I, and it's a, one day it's Tibetan, yes, Tibetan. It's a, it's some like maybe two something years or more. It's one of women. She said, don't remember her name. She told Yahweh Yeshua, and it's when when I start to believe. And we start to, uh, no, in synagogues, they did it for me. It's uh, like, uh, I have to uh, speak on uh, uh, God's language. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yes. And I was so scary because when I started, I started Yahweh Shua. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, it's, 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 it's cannot tell. And it's uh, some, and other things when I pray in town, it's uh, to God, it's um, like, did he ask something, but to him it's how he is good. I pray on, tongue, but on my tongue, and this is uh, like, как стихи. Света, как слово стихи. Не знаю, не понимаю, что ты говоришь. Слово стих. Стих? Да. Я не помню. It's like, um, it goes like sun. Like I, I'm, uh, it's I can this I pray and it's like in sun I pray Haratibasi. Oh, like a song. Mm -hmm. Yes, like sun. I never know this. I never did it before. <laughs> it's I'm like it's just to God I did mm -hmm. it to Him. It's and it's all. Mm -hmm. And it's when I see this show, see, I was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm now every time I pray to God to Yahweh. Because what I don't know okay. what is happening to me. <laughs> well, I'm sure he understands. Amen. If you're singing to him in song. Amen. Amen. What's that? Oh. Who is that? <laughs> that knock on the door was perfect timing, and it was one of the neighbors asking if a dog running loose was with us. We were able to help the dog get home. And that was a nice part of a good day. You know, the Torah teaches us to care for and return someone's property that was lost. We simply followed God's instructions. So, what would you do 
if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and let the holy times simply pass by like any other day? Or would you take the red pill and join the holy people during the holy times as we meet with the one and only true and living Elohim? Only you can answer that question. I hope you can tell from this podcast that there was a lot of joy and gladness in the presence of the Father. Amen. I mean, who wouldn't want to be glad before Him during His holy time? Mm-hmm. Look, don't miss out. Prepare for Yom Kippur, the next appointed time. We thank Elder Ted, Diane, Ted's wonderful mom, Aura, and Svetlana for a special evening. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time on Red Pill Tour where... You can handle the truth.